that excited about getting here this morning. And uh, just the message, because there's a character in the Bible that I dearly love, and that's Thomas. If you study the story of Thomas, he was never around when something good was going on. He was always... And and my, I talked to my daughter just before church about the message. She said, oh, there's nothing wrong with Thomas. He was just from... Uh, uh, Missouri, show me state. That's all Thomas was. He just wanted to know. And uh, but anyhow, I want to show you something out of his story today, if I could. In John chapter twenty, John chapter twenty, begin to read in verse twenty-four. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger in the print of the nail, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days again his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. Pray with me, please. Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Help us to see Jesus every day of our life and everything we do and say and everywhere we go and everything around us, that we can see Him and know that He is real. Bless us, we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. What got me thinking on this as I was studying last night especially was that uh, there's a man that I met in the store and he was from uh, Arab country and uh, he said that when he came to the United States he heard these people talking about Jesus and um, he said, I just can't understand it. He said, I wish I could and uh, he wants to know about Jesus and wanted to know how I could tell him about Jesus and explain it enough to him that he could understand it. And I said, the best way you can do that is take the Word of God yourself, take the Bible, and say to yourself, get yourself to understand it first of all, that the Bible is the infallible Word of God. It makes no mistakes. It has no errors in it. It's God's breathed book. All right? Now just read it. Just read it and study And what people are wanting to do though, uh, like him, and not necessarily that he didn't have faith, he just really never heard. And he didn't know. Uh, but a lot of people just want, you show me and then I'll believe. That's what uh, Thomas was saying here. Show me Jesus and then I'll believe him. Now, verse 25, last part. Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print 
of the nails and thrust my hand in his side. I will not believe. Now I believe today people need to see the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, we can see him. Now the saying goes, seeing is believing. But Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now notice Thomas had seen Jesus perform miracles after miracle. Blind eyes were opened. Lepers were cleansed. Thomas was in the boat and saw and heard Jesus say to the storm and the waves, Peace, be still. And the sea and the winds obeyed Jesus' voice. And yet, at Jesus' resurrection, Thomas says, Unless I shall see and touch Jesus, I will not believe. Now, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, we know that for by grace are you saved through faith and that not yourselves a gift of God. Amen? Now, that's how we're saved, by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yet I am glad that God has seen fit to reveal Himself uh, to us even today. Remember this before we go on. God is a Spirit. If you're looking for God to reveal Himself in bodily form here today or any place else, you'll never see Him. Because the Bible says He is a Spirit. And the Bible said that they that worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. And God is holy. Don't forget that. And we are unholy. And we sinners cannot look on holy God and live. Yet, we're mere men and we still say, show me the Lord. I was reading this a minute ago and I, I don't know how many times I've read it, but every time I read it again, I, I, I laugh within myself. Look at verse 26. And after eight days again, his disciples were then, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus at doors being shut. Think about that for just a second. And stood in the midst and said, <laughs> I don't know about you, uh, but in human form in my body today, if somebody come walking through that door, I'm going out that door. Amen? But yet, the Bible says that Jesus said, Peace be unto you. Boy, that must have been some kind of sight. And every time I think about it, I laugh. Now, we say, show me the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the only reason for the message today is that we might believe and feel His presence and know His provisions for us. Number one, I want you to see Jesus in the Scriptures. Turn with me, please, to John chapter 1. John chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was in the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Go down to verse uh, uh, 14. And the Word was made flesh. Now, I don't know how much plainer you can get in, than that. In the first verse it said, In the beginning was the Word. That's the Word of God. But the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus. Amen. 
You can't get any plainer than that. You want to see Jesus, see Him in His Word. But the Word became flesh, and Jesus came in this world. God's Holy Bible, the Word of God then, plainly tells us that Jesus is. Though the covers is worn and the pages are torn, and though places bear traces of tears, yet more precious than gold is this book, worn and old, that can shatter and scatter my fears. This book is my guide, tis my friend, by my side. It will lighten and brighten my way, and each promise I find soothes and gladdens my mind as I read it and heed it each day. Now, brother, that's what I like about the Bible. Folks, this old Bible is alive. God breathed this book into existence through its pages. We can see Him in creation. We can see Him in judgment. We can see Him in the hatred of sin. We can see Him in love, John 3.16. I, I look around and think somebody says, show me Jesus. How in the world could you see the things in this world and not realize something had to make it more than man? It just didn't happen. Goodness sakes. I got a big old... I had two boys come to our church several years ago, teenage boys. And they found out I had a place on the lake. And they said, do you have any alligators, preacher? I said, I sure do. They said, could we come over and catch one? I said, how are you going to catch one? We're going to catch him, just throw him out on the bank, throw him in our back. I said, come on. I want to see this. And so they did. They showed up one day. And they said, where is this big alligator you've been talking about? I said, just wait a minute. He's coming around to be in right now. And he's coming around the corner. And they stood there and they said, now, preacher, that's a big alligator. And they got in the truck and went home. Now, I got news for you. Anybody can look at an alligator. Now, I'm serious. Do you ever see how that thing's made? I mean, that thing comes, and it's been on this earth for years and years and years and years and years and years and ain't changed. It's the same old thing. Where'd he come from? I look at the birds and, and everything that's over there and, and around us here. I was looking out in the backyard the other morning. I was sitting there drinking my coffee, and there stood a, a, a what are these dogs now? What's out west? Come on, coyote. There stood a big old coyote out in my backyard. I looked at that crazy thing. And I said, Now, who could make something like that? Only God. Amen. I saw a little bunny. My wife, we got one down there sitting out there under a bush. And he says, perfectly still when that coyote come by. He knows what to do. Who told him what to do? And I think about, you want to see God? Look at nature itself. It's not nature. It's God made. God did it. Look at creation. Look at the judgment on this earth. Somebody said, why did that happen to so-and-so? Listen to me. The Bible says that judgment falls on the first, second, and all the way down to the third generation. Brother, God's still alive, and He will chasten sin. Amen? I want you to watch this. You can see Him in the hatred of sin. God hates sin. You can see Jesus in His love. I can't get over it that Jesus loves me. Now, this God book is powerful. I led a man to the Lord some time ago, and, and uh, as I led him to the Lord after it, he said, Preacher, I was about to kill myself before you led me to saving faith in Christ, and you talked to me about the Lord. I didn't know that at the time, but Jesus did. 
I didn't know he was about to kill himself, but Jesus knew it. And as I showed him how to be saved, and he met the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's a changed person now. Another teenager I led to Christ said, Preacher, I'm so confused in this world today. But after he got saved by God's grace, he said, I can see it now. I can see what life's all about. You say, unless I see Jesus, I will not believe in Him. Let me show you something. Just take the book. Go through it. Read it. Look for Jesus on every page. He's there on every page. Now listen. See Jesus in the power of the Scriptures. The Bible can reach anyone for Jesus. Number two, see Him in His signs. In John 4, verse 48, Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Now, the Bible says the Jews require signs. Yet, God did reveal Himself in signs and wonders. The manna He ran down from heaven, the water from the rock He watered and for thirsty two million Jews, the pillar of cloud by day and fire by night, and every piece of the furniture in the tabernacle in the wilderness, all represented the Lord Jesus Christ. The parting of the sea, David killing a giant, walls of Jericho falling down, Joshua praying and the sun stood still. No other person had ever done that. God showed himself to us in his signs and wonders. Now listen to me very carefully. Turn back to John chapter 20 now in verse uh, 30 and verse 31. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. Did you know that everything that Jesus did on this earth, if it was written down on pen and ink and paper, you couldn't have enough books to contain it. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through His name. God showed Himself to us in His signs and in His wonders that He did upon His Word. Jesus showed Himself in His Son. Listen, Isaiah 7 verse 14, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear his son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 9, verse 6, And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor of the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jesus himself said of himself, He that has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus himself said, I and my Father are one. Jesus came down from glory, laid down his crown, took on a human body. But he did not lay down his deity. Somebody was, I was listening to this preacher one day and he said when Jesus came down and took on a human body, he laid down his deity and took on mankind. No, he didn't. He did not lay down his deity. He could heal people. He did miracles in a human body. Don't tell me he laid down his deity. He was still God in the flesh. He was deity. That's a miracle. Listen, Jesus is a God-man. He that was a baby in Bethlehem manger, yet heaven's choir sang at his birth. He called himself the Son of Man, yet he said, I and my Father are one. He washed his disciples' feet, yet he washed their sins away in his own blood. He wept in Lazarus' tomb, yet he raised Lazarus from that tomb. 
He hungered on the mountainside, yet he fed a multitude of little boys' lunch. He heard Pilate said, Behold a man, yet Pilate had to say, I find no fault in him. He was nailed to the cross, yet he gave up his life. He was buried in Joseph's tomb, yet three days later he arose from that very tomb. You want to see Jesus? Just look at the signs and wonders he left us in the scriptures. And I look I go through the Bible every once in a while and I get goosebumps all over me. Just I wondered how the people felt that was really there and saw him do these signs. But I got a record of them, and they're they're infallible record. Everything that Jesus did is right here in this book. I want to see him, all I gotta do is look in the book. And I get the same feeling. Seeing him in his scriptures when Abraham was about to sacrifice his son Isaac on the altar. His son asked old Abraham, Father, here's the fire and here's the wood, but where's the lamb? And old Abraham made a prophetic statement to all the world. Listen to what he said. God will provide himself a lamb. He did not say God will provide for himself a lamb. He said God will provide himself a lamb. And Jesus is that lamb. So many years later, God did provide himself a sacrifice for sin on Calvary's cross on that mountain. God's justice is satisfied and our need is met at the cross of Jesus at Calvary. The greatest sacrifice that's ever been was the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of God was shed for the sins of the whole world on that day. You say, show me Jesus, then I will believe. And I say, see Him in the Scriptures. See Him in the signs and wonders. See Him in His Son. See Him in His sacrifice. I challenge any human being if you'll reason. Just reason it out. You ever seen a woman give birth to a baby? Now, I've been in the room right afterwards. I'm not going in that room. You guys want to do it, you get yourself. I am not going in there. But I've been there right before they did, and I've heard them screaming and hollering the women, and in a few minutes, that baby's crying and carrying on. Wait a minute. Inside one minute, outside the next breathing God's sweet air and talking in his own language, crying and carrying on. And I look at that. If you can look at that and not understand that there's a God, there's something wrong with you. Amen? I look at birth. I look at a big old tree coming for an acre. How in the world can a big old tree start with a little old acre and become a big old tree? Oh, I did that. Oh, you didn't. There's something greater than you and I did it. And if you just look around, you can see God. But you know what? I don't have to see all kinds of signs and wonders. All I know is this is the truth. The Bible says so. I love to read, Jesus loved me, this I know, for the Bible says so. Amen. I love to read it. Just I, I, I'm reading all the way through it again. And I'm up to Jeremiah. And I was reading the other night and I found myself just infatuated with the words 
and the story of Jeremiah and his life. And I was caught up in it. And I didn't hear anything. I didn't think about anything. But me and the Word of God and God speaking to my heart. Man, what a feeling. What a, what a just being there with the Lord in His Word. If somebody understands that this is God's Word and you get caught up in it and realize God reveals Himself. That's the reason that uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse uh, 17 is so important. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. You can't give somebody faith. I know when I first got saved, I wanted to be a soul winner. I wanted to win others to Christ. And I'd go out and knock on doors with, with different other men. And I remember, I, I can convince people. I can convince people that I know the joy of the Lord in my heart, and I'll convince them I want them to have the same joy that I got. I want them to be saved. And I never win nobody to the Lord. But one day, I was reading the Bible, and I realized it's not in me. It's not in my persuasion. It's in the Word of God. And I began to quote them and read them the Word of God. And I would never go out to the house, go soul winning, or go talk to somebody without this book. For this simple reason. Every time I read the Bible, then I know God's going to take over. God can reach the heart. God can say, faith come by hearing. How are you going to convince somebody they're a sinner? You can't do it. But the Bible can how are you going to convince somebody they need a Savior? I can't do it, but the Bible can. Seeing is believing. No, reading the Bible is believing. Because everything is recorded in here about Him. And everything He says, if you'll just read it, He'll give you faith to believe it. I don't have no problem believing all the miracles that's in the Bible. And I look at them and I, I just go right there with them. I'm, I'm with them. When David went down in that valley by that big old giant, I'm right there with him. Amen? When he picked up those five stones out of that creek that day and put them in that sling and slung that thing, and somebody said, boy, he was a good shot. Oh, no, he wasn't. The Holy Spirit put it right for your forehead. Amen? Right where God wanted it. God killed that giant. And you, you read the Bible, and He's right there in everything the Bible says. And so, the, if you want somebody that's having a time believing that Jesus is a Savior. By the way, not just that fellow that was a Arab comes to that place in their life. I've had a lot of people right here in the United States to say to me, I wish I could believe it, but I just can't believe it. And I, I look at them, I'm in wonder of them, because I believed how simple it was to me. And then I realized their eyes are darkened unless the Holy Spirit speaks to them. Well, how does the Holy Spirit work? Through the Word. Not your Word. I, I was listening to a preacher just the other day uh, preach on uh, TV or something. And he was just preaching about everything in the world. And boy, everything you say sounded good. But I didn't see him open the Bible one time. I never saw it. I never heard him talk about Jesus one time. You know what that is? That's philosophy. That's not preaching. The Bible is what does the work. 
The Word of God reaches the heart. And I can show you, I can take the Bible, and the Bible can convince anybody. I've had people literally give me names of people that they want me to go see, and they tell me something like this, here's one you won't win to Christ. They're too mean. I've never met one yet. It's too mean. I've never met a person yet that God can't reach. I can't do it, but He can. And I can't open their blind eyes and let them see, but God can. And I can show you by the sign that He did. I can show you by the Word that He preached. I can show you by how He hates sin and how He thinks of sin in the Bible. All the things that you need to know to see Jesus is right here in this book. So when you're encouraging somebody, first get them to read the book themselves and say, Lord, I don't understand it. But help me, Lord, with my misunderstanding. Open my eyes of faith and let me see. And God has promised to do that very thing. Amen. Thomas, you weren't there when God did all the miracles. You weren't there when He raised the dead and healed the blind. Now you come on the scene and show me and then I'll believe. And isn't it gracious of God that He did? He said, come here. Feel my side my nail-scarred hands. If you want to believe, He'll reveal Himself to you. Amen? Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, thank You for faith. Only You can give faith. And I ask You, dear God, You'll help us to remember that when we're talking to somebody, it's not our great voice, it's not our great learning and wisdom, it's the Word of God that works on every heart and every soul and no exception. And I ask you, dear God, to help us with it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing some. Page 17. I love these words to this song. Page 17. Find it. Sing with me, please. Have thine own way. Yeah.